back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. back into the one o'clock hour it's the ken miller show 1700 kbgg as promised here's at least a portion of the matt campbell show from earlier today trent you and jimmy b have plans to do that the whole thing yeah we'll have the full 15 16 minutes coming up at about 4 40 this afternoon good stuff dylan Mont's on the other side of this let's hear some of matt campbell's press conference from big 12 media days in frisco texas from earlier this morning first and foremost just extremely grateful and thankful to be here um, represent Iowa State Athletics, our great university, and you know, really fortunate to come with four great representatives from our university. Um, on the offensive side, David Montgomery, our junior running back, our senior quarterback, Kyle Kemp. On the defensive side, Brian Peavy, a senior cornerback, and then our junior defensive lineman, Ray Lima. And you know, four anchors to the foundation of building Iowa State's football program and really excited to have those four with me. You know, for, for ourselves, for myself, I was really anxious to watch the response of our football team coming back in January from some of the lessons we learned from a year ago. And for the last seven months, it's been really fun since January to where we are today to watch the leadership of our football team and the growth of our football program continue to grow in a real positive direction. I know, like every coach here, we're really excited to get the 2018 football season underway, but uh, really proud of our football team. And certainly any questions you may have from my end, I look forward to answering. Okay, we'd like to remind you, if you would, when you ask your question, if you would stand and also give your name and your affiliation. We're ready to take questions. We'll take one on the outside. Brian, if you'll be first, and then we'll come over to the inside. Hey, Matt. Uh, Brian Baldinger for Fox Sports. Uh, I got two questions for you, Matt. One, um, despite only one returning offensive lineman coming back, you said at the end of spring that you thought for the first time you looked like a real offensive line. So I wanted you to address that. And then addressing the loss of Tom Manning, and what that's going to be like for you and, and really Tom's future with Indianapolis. Sure. Um, first of all, the offensive line position. Uh, you know, Brian, one of the, the great challenges for our program in general to make a step forward has really been rebuilding that offensive line. You know, for the last two years, you, you know, we've had to really rebuild it from the ground up, and that's not a quick fix. Uh, one of the things that is neat for us is there are four guys that have started football games. You know, Bryce Meeker, who started eight games a year ago for us at right tackle. Josh Kniffel, who started all 13 games at right guard. Um, Julian Good-Jones, who started all 13 games at center, but gives us some position flexibility across the board. And then Sean Foster, who started about six games at, at left tackle and right tackle for us last year. So, you know, there are some guys that have actually played for us, which is really big. It's the first time since I've been there that we've got that many guys that have had experience and played. And I do think that's really big in the offensive line world is you got to play and you got to get that experience and you got to have some of those failures and some of those successes so you can grow. But um, I think there's a, that's a real positive for us, though I still think it's a great challenge. This group's got to prove itself, and they've got to be w- willing to take the next step. You know, Coach Manning leaving was certainly, I, you know, kind of twofold. Number one, he played for me. Um, he's been a part of my coaching staff since I, you know, since I've been an offensive coordinator. So 
really proud to be honest with you was my my you know remark when he had the opportunity that came his way in Indianapolis you know Tom is uh, a very bright young man uh, he's a coach that coaches his players with a lot of passion and energy and so I think for Tom his future is as bright as it as he wants it to be in terms of what route does he want to do does he want to become a position coach in the National Football League does he ever want to be a head coach down the road I think he's positioned to do any of those things um, from an Iowa State standpoint, we're really fortunate that, you know, number one, that my background has never veered too far away from the offensive line position. Obviously, you know, that's where I was able to cut my teeth in coaching that. Um, had a very similar hire in terms of Jeff Myers as what we had when Tom Manning became the offensive line coach for us at Toledo promoting a graduate assistant to that position you know with Tom being the offensive coordinator a lot of the day-to-day operation of our offensive line fell on Jeff's shoulders Jeff played for us was a three-year starter at the University of Toledo and so he's he's been there he's done that he knows what expectations I have and what expectations are laid on that offensive line position and really it's almost been a seamless transition that way um, so it was great to have a guy in house that would had the same core values and beliefs that I have of what that offensive line position should look like and feel like we've got two questions in the center we'll start first right go ahead hey matt jenny carlson with the oklahoman had a question about kyle the fact that he came in started uh midstream last year at ou was so successful what were the challenges for him to do that after so long not starting and what do you think allowed him to be so successful not only then but then throughout the rest of the season for y'all yeah great question you know i think number one for kyle you're talking about a young man four and a half years of college experience in three plays prior to that san San jose state the year before he got a couple reps at the end of that game and you know to be honest with you in our society today what what young man especially at the quarterback position is going to wait that long till he actually gets an opportunity to prove himself um i think that says everything that maybe we need to know about who kyle is as a as a person and you know college football is about taking advantage of your opportunity whenever it comes and usually that's what defines success um for a student athlete in his collegiate experience is when your opportunity comes, are you prepared to take advantage of it? And that's the one thing I've always admired about Kyle. And to be honest with you, it's the one thing that really gave myself and our staff confidence moving forward that Kyle always prepared as if he was the starting quarterback. His preparation in detail was elite. And I think that's what really allowed him to not only have success when he stepped in as a starter, but I th- certainly think it's what's allowed him to continue to have success through the, through the rest of last football season. Um, and I think that's also the reason for me that it was so exciting to be able to get Kyle to come back when he was announced that he was going to get a six-year, knowing that somebody that represented the game of the football the way Kyle does and how... I think trusted he was by his teammates because of the work ethic that he did that he doesn't embody I think that was really huge for Iowa State football and certainly for our program going forward another question in the same location Barry Barry Trammell with the Oklahoma Matt going back to that game in Norman uh, you guys won it propelled you to a really good season but we've got some perspective behind it what what did that victory do for your overall program not just the perception from outside, but maybe the confidence and belief level inside you to go to a place like that and win. 
Uh, what would that do for the Cyclones? Well, you know, I, I, I said this about Iowa State football the last two years. Year one, we had to learn how to believe. What does real belief look like and feel like? And I think as you saw us in year one, you saw our kids really grow, but they started to believe that they could win. In year two, we had to learn how to win. And, you know, we, we learned that by obviously some, some successes in some football games that maybe we weren't picked to win. But you also saw it in some, some tough gut-wrenching losses that we had throughout the year as well. And I think, again, winning a game like we did against Oklahoma, it showed us and our kids that here's what it takes to be successful. These are what, you're have to, what we're going to have to do at, at Iowa State to be really successful. The little things, winning in the margins, that those are truisms. And if we continue to, to grow and to water those foundations, then we're going to have a chance to continue to have success. But if we don't, if ego starts to creep in and we think that we're just going to win because, you know, we're better than everybody, then it's going to be a really tough road to hoe. So I think really what it did is it showed us how to win and what it takes to win to be successful at Iowa State. And, you know, I give our kids a lot of credit because they've really bought into that. And I think they've really understand that if we're only going to push our program forward, it's going to take winning in the margins for us to be successful. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. It's the Ford Summer Sales Event, and now while selection is best, it's the best time to buy. With amazing offers across a full lineup of Ford vehicles, now is the time to make summer go right with Ford, America's best-selling brand. Stop by a local Ford store or shop online at buyfordnow.com because there is no better time than right now to get behind the wheel of a new Ford during the Ford Summer Sales Event. The Ford Summer Sales Event is here. Right now, get 0% APR financing for 60 months plus 1,000 bonus cash on the 2018 Echo Sport. Best-selling claim based on 2017 calendar year sales. Not all buyers will qualify for Ford credit financing. 60 months at $16.67 per month for 1,000 finance regardless of down payment. For all offers, take new retail delivery from an authorized Ford dealer stock by 731.18. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for qualifications and details. Terrace Hills Golf Course is home to the four-and-a-half-hour guarantee. Are you tired of playing golf courses that don't care about speed of play? Then make a tee time at the beautiful Terrace Hills Golf Course weekdays before 2 p.m. and weekends and holidays before noon, and they guarantee you'll complete your 18-hole round of golf in four-and-a-half hours or less, or your next green fee is free. Terrace Hills Golf Course. Make your tee time now by calling 515-967-2932 for Terrace Hills Golf Course in Altoona. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. What type of people will create a world without type 1 diabetes? We're the lift each other up type. The more determined than you think type. The type that will walk for life-changing research and stop at nothing until type 1 becomes type none. Join a JDRF walk near you so one day you could say, I helped turn type 1 into type none. Take the first step at walk.jdrf.org. The TNT football camp is back in central Iowa. Join myself, Tavian Banks. Tavian Banks on the second play from scrimmage. Inside the 20, forget about it. Touchdown, Iowa. Along with Tim Dwight. Superman wears number 6 and he plays for the Iowa Hawkeyes. July 27th and 28th at Valley High School for the TNT football camp. Players ages 7 through 14 will experience football fundamentals taught by the best high school coaches in the Midwest. Find more information at TNTCamps.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG You know as I get older I gain more of appreciation for that tune. Neil Young? Yeah, not just because he's a Winnipegger. I just never was into that Particular t- I'm song. a big Neil Young fan. Oh, he's good. Yeah. As a, uh, uh, maybe it's an acquired taste, but I've acquired it. Might Dylan have Mont- to add some more to the rotation. Okay. All right. Um, Dylan Montz is in Frisco, Texas, where the Big 12 media days are unfolding. We're going to catch Dylan here for a few minutes. He's got a lot of writing to do, and we appreciate his giving us a few minutes. We'll do a longer segment with him perhaps on Friday once uh, things settle down a little bit. But, Dylan, thank you very much uh, for finding time to uh, join us here. How are you, Dylan? 
doing pretty well, and uh, I'm glad to be on with you guys. It kind of gets me out of the rut of listening <laughs> back to the audio and typing up my quote, so it's good to spend a few minutes with you guys. Well, we won't keep you more than five or six, we promise you that. But, uh, you know, the depth chart came out today, Dylan. Um, let, let's start with that. The thing that struck me is David Montgomery and then four oars. <laughs> uh, Nwango, Coney, uh, Crony, rather, Warren, and, uh, and Johnny Lang. It's going to be quite a battle for the backup running back spot, is it not? Yeah, there, there's a lot to sort out there, and uh, obviously David Montgomery is going to be the number one guy. We all know that, but really, who's going to kind of split those carries with him is going to be the interesting part. Because as as strong as he is physically, and as tough as he is, um, it, it takes a lot out of a guy to to play a full game and and do that amount of work. So they're going to have to find somebody else that's reliable to get those backup carries. And really, when uh, the local media contingent that's down here in Frisco talked to Matt Campbell earlier. He said there's a lot of good things about all those guys just because they can bring some different things to the table. We we know Kanena Wongu and his speed and his ability to hit the corner and really take off. Mike Warren, he's kind of a streamlined runner, had a really successful redshirt freshman year. Obviously, uh, Johnny Lang can get side to side and, and turn it upfield and can catch the ball a little bit. And Sheldon Crony is a guy who's maybe uh, a little bit similar mold to David Montgomery where he can do a little bit of everything. He can pull guys over. He can... Uh, block a little bit he can catch and and he's a nice little runner too so they have plenty of options but how it's going to sort itself out is going to be the most interesting part and I think as fall camp goes along we'll we'll kind of get a little bit better of an idea maybe a lot of returning experience along the offensive line one of the guys expected to be in the mix though to at least see some playing time Jacob Jacob Bolton no longer with the Cyclone program what can you tell us about the offensive tackle yeah, so it sounds like uh, this summer he had been, um, you know, he's dealing with some personal things, and, and Matt Campbell said really, um, you know, that he made the decision he needed to step away from the program for a little bit, and, um, you know, that's kind of open-ended right now. There's no set time of, of when he could come back, but uh, Matt Campbell said the door's going to be open for him to return, and, um, you know, he didn't dive into it too much just because uh, of the personal nature to it, but it sounds like, um, you know, he just needed to take a little time away, and, Matt Campbell said, great kid, uh, you know, love having him around, but if he's got to do um, whatever's best for him, then they're going to support that. But it sounds like uh, if if things do get sorted out, whatever that situation is, he could be coming back at, at some point. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune, at Ames Trib to read all of Dylan's coverage from Big 12 Media Days. Uh, Dylan, before you got to the coaches, you guys had Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner. Uh, one of the questions that was brought up was was injury reports, and uh, is that going to be a conference requirement or an NCAA requirement? He was, he was asked that question. What did Bowlesby say, and what do you anticipate will be the outcome uh, of the injury reports. Yeah, so he, he kind of talked a little bit about the ACC and, and what they do, and they say that they put one out every week, it sounds like, but they do it a little bit more in general terms where they say probable, doubtful, uh, you know, out, uh, things like that. And I think they've looked at doing stuff like that, but I think he said they needed to see a little bit more of, of uh, you know, the, the HIPAA stuff and, and the mm-hmm. FERPA and all that and, and the kind of, uh, you know, what boundaries there could be and, and kind of uh, let it play out a little bit more. But I, I think if you kind of bring the component into it of the, of the sports gambling piece, that's obviously going to be a big part in, in kind of how those all fit together. Uh, I think there's still a lot of sorting out to do, but it, it's at least on the fringes of people's minds. Bullsby also talked about uh, expansion of the playoff. Doesn't feel like Bob Bullsby is a, a big proponent of jumping that thing up to eight anytime soon. Yeah, I think it's always going to be a part of the conversation just to get more inclusion, but it sounds like they're, they, 
at least he really likes where it's at right now. And, um, you know, certainly with Oklahoma getting in last year, um, the, the perception of the Big 12 was, was raised maybe a little bit uh, from the years that they had been left out and, and you know, things like that. So uh, it's going to stay at four for now. But uh, like I said, it's always going to be uh, a topic of conversation until it actually does expand, if it does expand. Uh, two more questions. We'll let you go, Dylan. Uh, you brought up Orion Vance a number of times uh, during our conversations during the off season as the guy that's going to be tasked to replace Joel Lanning. The depth chart has came out, uh, has come out, uh, and he's right up there at the top of the list. There's no or. He looks as though he's going to go into fall camp as the starter. Remind us about Orion Vance and what he did this spring and why the coaching staff is so high on him. Yeah, and it's actually interesting. He's a guy that Matt Campbell brought up today, and this might be the first time that I've heard it, but he said that he's maybe even a guy that could have gotten in uh, at the end of last year had that new redshirt rule been in place. So I think they really like his his toughness and physicality, and and that was never an issue with him. He always came in, and and he's going to be physically ready. But um, I know when we talked to O'Ryan in the spring, it was just the the playbook aspect and, and all the direction that you have to do at middle linebacker because that position is so demanding. So I think he must have obviously really furthered himself and had a good summer, and and he's in a good spot. And I think he could still see Regan Northrup help out a little bit there. But as of now, it looks like it's it's Orion Vance's job, and um, you know that has to be comforting that going into fall camp that you kind of know generally what you're going to do there. No punt returner listed. Give us some names you expect to see there in the mix to take over those duties. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting too, but I, I was trying to crack my brain earlier uh, about some of those guys. I think um, DeAndre Payne could be a candidate. Uh, Tariq Milton, uh, another young guy at wide receiver, he, he's been lauded for his speed and athleticism and his ability uh, to escape from tacklers. Um, Brian Peavy's name was even brought up in the spring. So I think uh, there's a number of guys that can fill this lot, but I think it's, it's going to be one of those smaller, shiftier, um, quick guys that can get out. Maybe a Johnny Lang, I guess. It kind of depends um, what they want to do with those guys at other positions. So it, it'll be interesting, but I think those are probably a few right now to look for. Get back to work, Dylan. Thanks for giving us a few minutes. We'll talk to you at the end of the week. Uh, we'll read your stuff at aimstrib.com, as we always do. Thank you, Dylan Montz. Absolutely, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Dillamont's joining us live from Frisco, Texas, Big 12 Media Days. They continue today and tomorrow and the next week. I will be in Chicago for Big 10 Media Days, Trent. I, you know what? Until you mentioned that, I didn't see the punt return thing. Yeah. There's a TBA. I, I don't know how that escaped me. I, just, I, I saw kick return, looking around, looking around. Nothing there. All right. They have a lot of candidates, though, a lot of different directions. And uh, he mentioned Milton. Boy, there's a lot of buzz about him. Is there? Yeah. He's really fast, is he? Underside, that 5'10", kind of slot yeah, guy that we've yeah. seen in the past and do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Deshante Jones, maybe? Does he make sense back there? No touchdowns last year. It's After crazy, that freshman bro. campaign he had. And Milton's behind Jones on the depth chart, right. pretty sure. We'll come back. Brian Walton, CardinalNation.com next. 1700 KBGG. First Light with Evan Henning. Every weekday from 8 to 9 a.m. on The Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. 
Join us for the Alzheimer's Association Walk to End Alzheimer's. Go to alc.org walk to register for an event near you. Together, we can end Alzheimer's. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Paint like a pro, even if you're not one. Start with Lowe's and pick up the brands pros rely on and pick up the know-how to get it done right. With a reputation on the line, pros know that brands like Purdy and Cabot deliver solid results. So if the go-to pro brands work for the big jobs, you can count on them to work for your projects. For the know-how, like choosing colors to taping and techniques, you can count on Lowe's for as little or as much help as you need. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Support Special Olympics Iowa and join the Kiwanis Club of Urbandale for the annual Jim Jordan Memorial Golf Classic on Wednesday, August 15th at Otter Creek Golf Course in Ankeny. Special Olympics Iowa provides year-round sports training and athletic competition to over 14,000 individuals with intellectual disabilities in the state of Iowa. The tournament starts at 8 a.m. and all golfers receive 18 holes of golf, a cart, lunch, and opportunity for prizes. To sign up a foursome, as an individual or for sponsorship opportunities, please visit soiowa.org or call 515-986-5520. We'll see you on August 15th at Otter Creek Golf Course to chip in for the athletes. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9th, Des Moines. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. 
It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Appreciate Dylan Montz joining us live from Frisco, Texas. DFW is the Big 12 of uh, football meetings. Uh, continue media days down there. They'll be on again tomorrow, but it was Iowa State, one of the teams in the spotlight today. We move on. Let's talk baseball, as we promised we would. Uh, we're going to talk some Cardinals. The Cardinals made a surprising announcement, not necessarily that they fired uh, coach or uh, manager Mike Matheny, uh, but just when they did it. I would have thought maybe they would have waited till you know, till they got to the All-Star break, but Saturday night, uh, about 9.30 seemingly, Central Time, the news started to break that the Cardinals were making a, jo- a change at the top, and the skipper is out, and a new one is in, and Brian Walton covers the Cardinals for the thecardinalnation.com. He joins us for a few minutes uh, to take us inside what went on and what's next. Brian Trenton, Ken in Des Moines, thanks for coming on. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, the, according to what we heard in the, from the press conference yesterday, they made the decision to let Matheny go on Friday. And I think doing it on Saturday was smart because it gave them Sunday to do the press conferences, kind of announce what's going on, yep. get the team. Fortunately, the team got one good game under their belt, and everybody can head off to the All-Star break, you know, obviously with questions, but maybe with better feelings about where things are going to be in the future because – it had just turned into such a down negative situation between the problems on the, you know, the inconsistency on the field and the off field stuff with Fowler and Hicks. And, you know, it just, it just got to the point where they had to do something, I think. And I was surprised as anybody that they, that they decided to do it when they did, but I think it was the right thing to do. You know, as you, the way you uh, bring it up, I think that you're you're on to something there. Why would you wait until to do the press conference when nobody's going to be there? It's All Star Week. I guess reporters want to get away for some, you know, some R and R as well. So I, I, I get your point. I think probably that uh, getting out in front of as they did was, in hindsight, the right uh, way to go about it. As I look at it, well, um, you know, I, you think, mentioned- I think the other Ken, Ken, the other thing I just want to just briefly mention there is that. At least in the World Series, and I don't know, maybe not as much during the All-Star break. MLB embargoes yep. teams yep. from teams from making big announcements because they don't want to draw attention away from their big events. Now, you know, maybe the Cardinals could have done it, but anyway, like we said, I think it made all the sense in the world to get it taken care of and kind of clear the deck 
on Sunday. I'm now on your side of the uh, debate. Uh, Brian Walton, the Cardinal Nation, is our guest. Brian, if you can, the, the two biggest maybe reasons uh, that Mike Matheny is no longer uh, skippering the Cardinals. Well, I think there, there were a lot of questions about his lineups, his tactical in-game decisions. I mean, we saw in his last game, for Pete's sake, the Cardinals are, are only, it's a one-run game, there's three innings to go, and he double-switches out his cleanup hitter, Marcelo Zuna. And you think, my gosh, what in the world is he doing? He just you know, got to the point where it seemed like he wasn't really listening and taking a lot of input, and he wasn't really learning. And so those tactical questions about his in-game management never went away. And let's face it, the Cardinals have been playing 500 baseball or under 500 baseball for several months. And so you just look at that and say, hey, it's not, you know, it's not going to, you know, it's not improving. It's not getting better. And then you couple that with, you know, that he had uh, some bumps with the team leader, Yadier Molina, last year. Now this year, you know, the, the problems with Fowler, supposedly, and, you know, with uh, using a player to report on other players in the bullpen and all, you just, that stuff starts to add up, and it ultimately affects the bottom line if fewer people are coming to games or watching on TV. Saw the uh, the most disappointment, uh, at least that I saw on Twitter, came from Cubs fans. They love Mike Matheny. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, it's sort of, it's sort of like the, uh, the crazy guys who look at career winning percentage and say, well, Dusty Baker is one of the best candidates for the Cardinals job because he has a career 532 winning percentage. Well, yeah, the Dusty Baker managing the Cardinals are about the same as yours or mine. You know, it's just, but yeah, you, the opponents love to see a guy in the other dugout that they think their manager can outmanage. And not only... You know, is Joe Madden obviously a, a very good manager? But look at how he keeps his team loose, how he keeps his team, you know, energized. Well, the thing, everything is buttoned tight, zipped down. You know, it's like people are afraid to be an individual. It's just a whole different environment where the Cubs are. And by the way, as you probably noticed, the Cubs now have a two and a half game lead mm-hmm. in the division and are in a position they're going to pull away. And you know, it's not just. It's not just stats. I mean, these guys aren't machines. Brian Walton, the CardinalNation.com, is our guest. Brian, tell us about the, uh, I, I guess they're calling him interim manager Mike Schilt. I didn't know anything about him. Uh, you've covered him for some time. What do you know about him, and will he uh, get an opportunity to remove the interim tag based on performance of the Cardinals in the second half? Can he keep this job? What do you know about him? Well, actually, you know, let's start with the, let's start with the, the background. Mike Schilt is a is a career uh, baseball man. He's been in the Cardinals organization for years and years and years. Very 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 uh, varied background. He started as a scout, um, and back when he was in, the, we're talking about in the two thousand four to two thousand seven time frame. He was in short season ball, which you know doesn't start until June. So before that, he scouted and was an instructor, and so he's built this this um, this. Um, portfolio of experiences. They made him a manager. He's had titles in, in uh, rookie ball. He had titles at double A. He was recognized as the George Kissel Award, which is voted by your peers as the, as the top teacher in the minor league system. Uh, he's embraced analytics. And so he's, and of course, he was Mike Matheny's bench coach. So you know, Schilt has got this variety of backgrounds that make him a very, very interesting candidate. But I think and the other thing that uh, they said was that she'll will be the manager for the remainder of the season. So he gets, you know, the short half of a, of a season to show whether he can turn the Cardinals around and is worthy of being the you know the long term you know manager. Because of course 
there's some experienced guys out there with, with good portfolios. And after Matheny, who's a guy who had no managerial experience at any level, you know, there's certainly a, a lot of appeal on face value of bringing in, say, a Joe Girardi, uh, John Farrell, you know, somebody like that from the outside who's had success. You know, uh, it wasn't just Matheny that went down, two hitting coaches also with him, and two uh, pretty prominent major leaguers from back in their day, John Mapry and Bill Miller. What does that mean for the offense, and and do you have any idea what they're quite trying to do to jumpstart that offense going forward? Well, you know, one of the things we saw yesterday in, in Mike Schilt's first lineup was major changes in the batting order. And I, I think, you know, back to, back to the fired hitting coaches uh, for a minute, you know, there has been a lot of criticism of the Cardinals' offense underachieving, and there's no doubt that from almost up and down the lineup that's been the case. Uh, there have been a lot more strikeouts, not just for the Cardinals, but also across baseball. And the, the Cardinals made a lot of coaching changes. They made changes during the season last year. They fired the third base coach, and then during the winter they fired the pitching coach and the bullpen coach, but they didn't touch the hitting coaches. And it was sort of like it was Matheny's final ground. He is very, very close with John Mabry. And, you know, but ultimately I think the Cardinals made the right decision. And then on the, on the lineup, Shook's first lineup, he moved Yadier Molina up to the second spot. And the first thing you see is, oh, my God, Yadier Molina is the slowest molasses. What are you back in second? Well, Molina's one of the few guys on the team that actually adapts his approach at the plate based on the situation. And he's great with the bat, and he had a good, you know, had a good game yesterday there. They moved Paul DeYoung up to the third place. And, oh, by the way, the, the second-place hitter that they'd had all year long was Tommy Pham, who was great last year and this year has just been terrible, but yet Matheny kept putting him in the second spot. Now the Young's up in the lineup. So, you know, they're doing some – and Jose Martinez, who's a great hitter but a terrible fielder, was on the bench, and they used him in the most critical situation as a pinch hitter. So, you know, it's only one day, obviously, for Mike, for Mike Schilt, but we've seen him do a bunch of things already that we didn't see from – Matheny over over his uh, 10 years as the Cardinals manager, six and a half years. Uh, pursuant to the Cardinal fans that you interact with, uh, who do they want to take over the uh, now, I guess, vacant position, if you if you consider uh, Schilt just as a, a, a stopgap guy who may or may not get an opportunity, but who do Cardinal fans want? Is Girardi seemingly the guy that they're clamoring for? I think he's the top outside guy. There's another name that we didn't talk about yet, who's Stubby Clapp, who's the, mm. the AAA manager at Memphis. And the Memphis Redbirds uh, had a tremendous season last year, 645 winning percentage. This year uh, they're, they're like 620, I think. And as you guys know, you know the AAA roster is, is tough. It's tough for a couple of reasons. One is anytime anybody hiccups at the major league level, you lose your best player, whether a pitcher or, or a hitter. But also – Triple-A roster kind of has two guys. It has guys who have been in the major leagues and want to get back, and the young guys who are hungry and they want to get there. And, you know, it's a, it's a dogfight for at-bats, for innings, and everybody knows the, the stakes. And Clapp has done a really good job at the triple-A level. So, you know, there's those who say, hey, he should deserve a chance to, major, you know, to manage the big league club. But right now the job is Schultz to lose, right? He's got half a season, and uh, so, you know, it, they'll, the Cardinals said they're going to be doing their due diligence on candidates, you know, for the second half of the season. But, you know, I wouldn't expect any announcement until October or November on who's going to manage the St. Louis Cardinals in 2019 and beyond. Well, we got the All-Star Game coming up on Tuesday. Cardinals representative, uh, one of the best stories, I think, in baseball. Guy that was over in Japan the last couple of years, Miles Mikolas. Uh, tell us a little bit more about his story and 
here after signing that free agent contract. Talk about the front office finding the gem. No doubt what they found here. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. I mean, you looked at Miles Michaelis' uh, resume. He had pitched for the Texas Rangers and was, you know, really didn't impress. was a washout. Now, an interesting thing, though, that Cardinals pitching coach Mike Maddox was down there in Texas at that time, so he had a little bit of familiarity with him. But Michaelis went to Japan and reinvented himself, became a control artist. You know, I mean, while he's, you know, he's got good velocity, all the guys do in the major leagues, you know, his bread and butter is that he can put his pitches wherever he needs them. And, um, you know, if you would have asked me before the season that I think Miles Michaelis was going to be the most consistent pitcher on the Cardinals, forget the fact that he's a National League All-Star, I would have laughed in your face. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's proven them wrong. And, you know, God only knows where they'd be without he and, you know, like Bud Norris, you know, guys that you didn't expect were going to step up because the guys you, you, you counted on really haven't done it. And I'm talking about Wainwright and Carlos Martinez and, you know, Sam. I mean, you know, and Ozuna, you know, these guys have all underachieved, but yet somehow the Cardinals are still in a place where they've got a shot at a wild card. Yeah, they do. I think there's five teams ahead of them right now, but it's it's very close. And I guess, Brian, uh, our final thing for you here, what would, I guess, constitute a good second half to this season? Do do they need to make the playoffs? Or, you know, they're above 500 right now as they go into the break, but as you mentioned, they got off to a great start, haven't been playing that way uh, the last couple of months. What would be a good second half to this season? I'm not saying appease Cardinal fans, but show some growth or show some positivity. After two years of not making the playoffs, I think I think it's key that they've got to find a way to get those wild cards. Like you said, one of those wild cards. As you said, there are a number of teams ahead of them, but they're only four games out. So, you know, they need to put together a winning streak. You know, this team hasn't won consecutive series in over two months. Over two months. It's nuts. So they win a couple games, and you think, hey, they're finally putting it together, and then they lay a couple eggs, and it's over, rinse and repeat. So... I think they, first they've got to get the team playing consistently, and if they can knock off a five, six, eight game winning streak, and and then if they lose a game or two, you know, put together another streak, then that you know is what they're going to need to power them ahead. But as we look at the schedule coming out of the break, mm. they've got eight games with the Cubs in their first eleven, and if the Cubs bury them, you know, we could see a team that they may decide to trade some guys and and bag the season, in which case. You know, the cards would be stacked against Schilt to somehow get the team in the playoffs if they decide to unload some stars and, and rebuild for the future. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com. Brian, great stuff. We'll catch up in a couple of weeks. I know you're taking an extensive tour uh, here toward the end of the month. We will uh, preview that with you uh, when we get to that point on the calendar. Thanks for giving us some insight, Brian. Appreciate it, as always. Thanks, Good to talk to you. Brian Walton, thecardinalnation.com on the Redbirds, 48 and 46 as they will resume play on uh, Thursday. The only game on Thursday is Cubs Cards, which isn't bad for us. No. Uh, five of the uh, five game series out of the break against the Cubbies, as Brian mentioned, eight of the next 11 against the first place Chicago Cubs. Chance to dig into you the depth. Look at it that way, Trent, if you're a Cardinal fan. I yes. agree with you. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But uh, the, the way the Cubs and. Boy, Milwaukee over the weekend. Ooh, swept. Every time I flipped on the, uh, didn't watch a ton of baseball outside of the Giants got A's game on Friday night, but every time, well, they're down again. Mm-hmm. Oh, they lost again and mm-hmm. just. Did you see the the walk-off yesterday in yes, the pouring rain? I think those umpires wanted to get that bad boy Absolutely. over. Absolutely. And get to their all-star break as well. <laughs> I don't blame them. Uh, don't blame them a bit. And by the way, did you see the play? The catcher. 
That's catcher interference. Yeah, yeah. It would have been, right? Yeah, right? Had he not dropped the ball, he would have been ruled safe on catcher interference. That's what uh, stuck with me from that. But, yeah, that and the um, just uh, her, uh, just unbelievable torrential downpour uh, in Pittsburgh. But, yeah, the Cubs were fun got, uh, coming out of the weekend. Um with a um, they scored a bunch of runs. Now your twins gave up a bunch of runs, but they, they scored some. They went nine and two in that home I know. stand. They did that look and good. now they suddenly yes. Maybe just maybe I think they have ten games remaining with the Indians. They played well against the Indians so far so this far year. They have, yeah. You go seven and three, all right, you picked up four games there, and then you're just three and a half you gotta pick up and no, no, probably it's not going to happen. No, no, no. I think they're going to be sellers, Trent. I really do. I think they there's should be. going to be some pitchers on that Twins team that are getting their address in our mail in a different city. You know, you look at the future of the Twins and what they have on the payroll going forward. A lot of those veterans are moving on. Dozier's in the final year. Mauer's in the final well, he year. He had a big hit. Well, Grand Slam is always a big hit yes. in walk-off fashion. But... They don't have a whole lot on the payroll. And because there are so many sellers, I could I could envision a scenario where... They look at it, you know, some teams are trying to drop payroll. Mm-hmm. We don't have much payroll going mm-hmm. forward. Not a guy that's going to be a free agent after like 2018. Like when Texas took Hamels in a couple of years ago when they yes. didn't appear to be in a playoff race. Yes. And at the time you're thinking, what in the world are they thinking? They have no chance. Looking to the future. So this is where you're going. I could see that. Because trend. there's so many sellers out there. Mm-hmm. And what the Twins have, Escobar, what are you getting in a trade for him? A couple, at best, B-level prospects. Mm-hmm. You know, take your pick of guys 15 through 25 here on this prospect list. You can have two of them. Is Santana available? Uh, A lot of speculation. Yeah. His name's coming up a bunch. Gibson? Santana's got to be able to pitch first, though, right? Well, he's. I, I guess he's on the cusp of doing so. Yes, yeah. But his velocity's down. Uh-huh. It's probably going to take more than a start or two. Gibson's been really good. Some team's going to want him. Yes. And you look at his numbers going back to really over his last probably 25 starts or so. Mm-hmm. Really good numbers. When did he pitch? He pitched in that rain delay game. Was that Thursday? Back to Thursday? Wednesday? Yes. yes. Thursday, right? Yeah, because it, it was late against in the Tampa. evening. Against Tampa. It was yeah. against Tampa, right. And, uh, yeah, he's been solid mm-hmm. throughout. Gibson, I don't think I'd be willing to move. No, I, I like Gibson. Keep him. I do too. I think he's, he's a nice a really number nice three team. on a good team. Yeah, eh, maybe a number four on a good team, but he's that guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Biggest story. The biggest story. We'll do a lot on this tomorrow. Um, you know, we go around baseball. Mm-hmm. What do you think the biggest story in baseball first half was? The, the Nationals' disappointment uh-huh. on a national level. Uh-huh. No, they just I, that that was a clear cut, easy favorite. Absolutely, they're in to, third place in their division. They're, and they had to win yesterday to get the 500 going into the All-Star break. Got the All-Star game that's there. Uh-huh. I think that's going to be the story that will be talked about nationally the most in Bryce Harper struggles. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I think the story is going to be talked about nationally for most people, at least a lot of people in the second half of the season? There's Come. no drama in the American League. None. No. Zip, nada. No. Maybe the second, the second wild card. Maybe the second wild card. Well, and uh, speaking of that second wild card, I, I had a little wager. As I was getting ready to board the plane yesterday, I'm taking a look at baseball wagers and futures, and you know I like to play the futures. No, you do. I got the Oakland A's at eighty to one to make the playoffs to win the World Series. Oh, now I don't win. believe no, they're, they're going to. That's, you just wasted your money. Well, but but this is what it, at eighty to one, I have a lot of flexibility if they get into that wild card game. Beat right? the Yankees. Now I can hedge. Mm-hmm. I can hedge a little bit, and I'm going to make a profit then. Mm-hmm. And if they do pull that upset, then I got a division series. I can hedge a little bit more. 
I'm making a if they make the playoffs. They play Boston in a best of five in the division. I will make a profit at that eighty to one wager. See, eighty to one. It's play. It's number. playing with it's a those big props. number. Trent. It's a that's a huge. That's uh-huh. why I have a lot of flexibility. If they do it, Seattle maybe. and right now they're firmly in the third spot, right? So they've yes. got to get if they can leapfrog Seattle. Which I think they will. All right. I think they're going to get in. I don't think they're winning the World Series. That's not what this wager is about. It's about hedging opportunities come October. You like it? Well, more so than I did when you first threw it out yeah, there. I, 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 I'm not I, betting a method them. to your madness. Yes, yes. Just trying to eke out a profit mm-hmm. each and every day. It's tough to get to that 53.7% threshold you need. I'll say. You need some things like this. Futures have been very kind to me over the last calendar year. Yeah, there's not a lot of people who get to that 53% uh, no. that you need. And uh, therefore, as you, uh, the perfect example is when you land in Vegas and look around at all those edifices. Not built on the back of winners. Tonight. Yes, home run derby. Are you? In? No, I'm not. I mean, I. You'll watch him, won't you? I don't. I. I went into this yesterday at the end of the day. I think you know what? Please don't allow yourself to watch home run derby. Then I realized Schwarber and Baez are a part of it. Yeah. And for that reason alone, I may watch it if Twitter alerts me that it's Schwarber's turn or it's Baez's turn. I, are you betting, Trent? Of course you are. Well, I, I have the odds right here in front of me of as we're do. speaking. Give me the odds on Schwarber because he would be my guy. He's the second choice at four Is to he one. Really, four to one yeah. behind who? Bryce Harper, uh-huh. two to one. Not betting that. No, no value. No. Jesus Aguilar, yes, great story with the Brewers. It is a great story. How many Brewers made it? Five? Is that what I saw? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. He's five to one. Max Muncie, another really a good nice story. story. Yep. Uh, he's at six to one. Freddie Freeman, thirteen to two, plus six fifty. Javi at seven to one. He's the sixth choice. I'm looking. I there. would go with that number. I think I would have to bet bias. Now, Javi, I think Javi, and I'm going to have to look a little deeper and see if I can find. Who has the biggest round? By the way, because I you, think that could be Javi, but he might wear oh, himself out. Yeah, because he swings. I mean, he swings right. so damn hard. And if he does get to the finals, mm-hmm. is there anything left in the tank? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you come around on the most exciting player in the game, Trent Connor? Are you ready to anoint him as the game's most exciting player in 2018? I've been trying to tell you that for months. You nailed weeks. it. You nailed it. He is, isn't he? There's no doubt. He's something. Yes, he, he really is. So uh, at seven to one, I'm going to take a dip at Javi if I can bet. Best overall round. He's yeah. certainly my pick. I think he would be the pick because I, I like where you, I like the you're making some strong, strong uh, opinions here. Been doing this for a long time. Yeah, you have, and you had some time on an airplane yesterday. Yes, um, it was nonstop, right? It was. Were they on time? A little late, but not significantly. Not, no, we didn't board it. Supposed to leave at twelve thirty eight Pacific. We. Yeah. Boarded about twelve thirty eight. Well, that's not awful. No, that's a half no. hour behind. Yeah, and you, you can know, put it's up 15, with that. Twenty minutes. Same mm-hmm. thing on the way there. Mm-hmm. It was a flight that, well, on the way that we left there, came from Orlando. Stopped. People had to get off that were oh. continuing to San Francisco. Same thing on the way back. San Francisco to Des Moines. People continuing to Orlando. So that I think also slowed things up mm-hmm. a little bit. But mm-hmm. hey, direct flight from no, Des Moines to San Francisco. And the plane was full both ways. Yes, yes, stacked up and. Uh, Nice person. My wife and I's seats were not together since we had to book them separately. 
But a uh, nice lady on the way there from here in Des Moines. Oh, I know the book separate tr- trick because yeah. you didn't want your ticket to show up on your wife's expense ticket. Exactly. Been there, done that, like every trip I've taken. <laughs> <laughs> Two different accounts. No, so you have to do that. it that yep. way. All right. Now, uh, before I get to you and Jimmy B, oh, mm-hmm. by the way, all of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, 2822 East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Uh, before I get to your guest list today, you've got Substate Baseball tonight. Is that what I read on Twitter earlier today? You got it. West Des Moines Valley hosting Ankeny Centennial. The winner gets Indianola on Wednesday night to punch their ticket to Principal Park. 7 o'clock will be first pitch, 645 with the pregame. And uh, old buddy Rush Niggett will be oh, in nice. the booth with me. as uh, Well, he knows pretty much all these kids. So he's watched him growing up. So it'll be fun to have Rush up there talking a little baseball tonight. Play-by-play Valley and the Centennial Jaguars. Does that mean you're out of doing another game Wednesday? Wednesday will be the championship round to be determined where we're going to be, depending on what happens tonight, who advances mm-hmm. on. But should be a lot of great games and a lot of good ones tonight. We'll get you up to date with all the scores as well as they come in throughout the evening. Uh, you and Jimmy B today, what do you guys got planned? Alex Halstead will be checking in from what we talked about earlier today down in Dallas, Frisco, to be exact. He'll be uh, talking Big 12 football media days with us. Also, Wolfgang will be buying a couple other things we're working on. Four until six o'clock on your drive home. We will be back tomorrow at noon. Appreciate you being here with us. Trent and I are here every Monday through Friday from noon until two talking sports with you on the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa 
that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry PC and Rush Niggett. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Get your Ph.D. in Back to School from Staples. Today's lesson, one stop is greater than two. Staples has everything for back to school at low prices and always in stock. So no going store to store to get everything on your list. And now, Staples 4-ounce glue, comp books, and big 12-pack round stick grip pens are just 50 cents each. Get your degree in back to school today at your local Staples, the back to school specialty store. While supplies last, offer on 72118, in store only, limit 5 on BIC, 30 on comp books. Where is your there? Your happy place. Your go-to destination. Maybe it's that hidden cove by the lake. Or that place an hour and a half away on Route 6 that serves the world's best meatloaf. Or maybe it's home. At Valero, we have the fuel to get you there. Wherever there is. Because Valero top-tier certified quality fuel keeps your engine running cleaner, better, and longer. Find a station near you at ValeroCleanGas.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Proof it once, proof it right. 